Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Play the Ball podcast. Uh in this episode we are going to be discussing about potential England Euro squad. Who do we think should be there in the squad? Who do we think shouldn't be there and what's the best starting 11 for England and their chances in the tournament? Uh so how we are going to do this episode is that we have picked a list of potential players who have either represented England or who has a chance of representing England. and to see if they are uh, going to be there in the squad or not we will be basically having a four tier system where uh, are they a potential starters are they a squad player uh, are there injury call ups or do they need a miracle or is there no chance for them to be in the squad so there are a list of people uh, we'll be discussing about them some of them are really obvious some of them will be controversial pickups and uh, some of them will be the pickups which we think should be there and Southgate wouldn't rate them, or sometimes it will be the other way around. So in this episode, we'll try to cover both Southgate's point of view and our perspective as well. So let's get started, Neeraj. Shall we? Yeah, sure, Sahid. So let's pull out the first name, you know, from a lot, and let's see. Our first name is interesting. Our first choice is a very interesting. It's Tammy Abraham, Sahid. What do you think? Uh, I think. Tammy is actually a really good striker. Like to be such such a young age and represent uh, England at limited levels, and you know to play in a Premier League quality side as Chelsea is actually a good thing. But uh, I don't particularly think Southgate would pick him because the striker position is uh, very deep in England's squad right now, and there are lots of people who are ahead of him who play uh, good minutes than him, and who have put their names out there. So. i am kind of going to put him in that uh, sc- like this the tier as he either needs a miracle where he is going to start for the chelsea squad year on and score some 10 goals or something uh, or there is literally no chance for him to make the euro squad do you think any do you think otherwise neeraj ooh sai um i think i might have to uh, you know go the other way around like you said i agree with all the points but i still think a striker like Tammy Abraham will come in handy for England Euros, especially the way Southgate sets up with you know most of his creative force coming from the wing backs. They do rely highly on the amount of crosses they're putting, and they do need some sort of a number nine, uh, right? So we have, like you said, there are other strikers in, uh, but this season they have not been in particularly great form, and right. So neither have been Abraham, but I'm I'm somebody who actually rates Abraham a lot, and if Harry Kane something. Touchwood does happen to him. I think he is a good substitute, good enough substitute to, uh, you know, replace him. So I'm going to, for me personally, I'm going to put him as, uh, you know, as a squad player. He is going to be in the potential squad player for me, Sai. Do you think he is really going to be there in the 23-man squad, or do you think he might be called up to the squad if there is an injury? Because I don't, I don't really think that uh, Southgate is going to pick him in the 23-man squad because I, I mean. uh had it been last season or early in the season in the lampard era where he got a lot of minutes uh, i think there might be chances but really with the state like with tuchel system and the way tuchel is playing right now i don't know if he's going to see a lot of minutes that too in this crucial end of the season so uh i don't know if he's going to put him out there to display his talents in this selection process so i i i do really agree though like i do think he can be a good enough squad replacement if there is an injury i might consider like i might agree with you if we put him in a tier 3 where he can be an injury call up sometimes but uh, i don't really agree that he'll be in the 23 man squad yes i i do and tammy's cause has not been helped by the fact that there are you know other strikers in positions who we will will we will be talking about has come back to life let's say this season so it doesn't really help his cause so uh it's actually very interesting tammy abram uh, great start of the episode because it's a good good uh, debate to have about tammy abram this season has not going gone quite well for him like you mentioned so i actually very interested to see but for right now actually sir you know what i kind of do agree with you right uh, i think i'll put him up with uh, in an injury call up to basically our tier 3 uh, side yeah good like we can agree with the first yeah so it's a great start to the episode uh so, so next 
the next player which we are going to see is uh, another really interesting young player who i think has a great chance to be in the squad which is jude bellingham what do you make of him neeraj extremely talented player i mean there was a lot of hype around him you know he is 17 year old kid being sold for 30 million to dortmund and he has been playing really well you know for for a player of his age to you know control the ball control the middle of the park in a champions league game you know growing consistently in the bundesliga uh, great talent there um i think the only reason why i would con- think about him being in the potential squad is if you know uh, uh what do I, how do i put it uh, you know because when i was looking through the squad so i just uh, realized that there is one thing that england does not have a good quality stock of and that is a box to box eight and bellingham is that right and uh, but i think he's a bit too young for me side to for saugi to consider i know he has been on the uh, in and out and he just recently got his first call up as well uh, but he will be you know part of my uh, injury tire three uh, side what about you side yeah like i totally agree with you like i i think he is uh, like as you mentioned that position is of dire need in england squad right now and uh, we might have arguments on if southgate is really going to play the, that profile of a player uh, in this in the starting 11 or in the squad but he's really a good option to have on the bench uh, but yeah it's i think it's a little bit too early to be in the england squad as well like i wouldn't be surprised if he gets the call up because of solely the profile or the or the quality or, or the kind of uh, talents he offers to the squad uh, but i think it's a little bit too early to be in the squad right now so i i like i kind of agree with you i think he'll be my tier 3 as well but he'll be in the higher of the tier 3 because he has a chance of breaking it into tier 2 right now yeah so i think we have uh, agreed on jude bellingham as well and the next name in our lot is interesting name it's patrick bamford um side thoughts uh like we spoke about tammy abram right and we said that some strikers are kind of ahead of him in the picking order right now i think one of them is patrick bamford uh i think if there's any chance of a striker position getting vacated in the england squad and if there is anybody needs to be called up uh he is going to be there in that three or four man shortlist right now and he is going to be right at the top or somewhere in the top top two for the replacements as well so i don't know if he is going to be there in the 123 squad i don't think i, I think there are better striker than him right now or the better striker profile which saugeer will pick uh, but he is definitely going to be in the top of my tier 3 to you know be the immediate replacement in the injury he is definitely ahead of sami abraham in this particular moment right now um agreed sai i think uh, there's not much to discuss there he has had a great season patrick bamford and even now in the recent call up he did miss out right there are reasons which uh, you know, for why the other players were chosen which i like to get into when we reach there uh, right uh, but yeah he's actually quite unfortunate in a way but uh, i think i'll have to agree with you sai so uh, if let's say indian england do need an emergency striker backup and that's when he'll get called up so right i'll place him in the tie 3 uh, category as well yeah like he's i think he's really underrated by uh, southgate like i don't think southgate recognizes that he's re- as a really good striker who offers lot to the lead side and he he shows that in the numbers as well he's really good striker and i do hope that he gets some chance down the line in the future because he deserves that england call up so not necessarily for the euro squads but i think at least in some friendlies southgate has got to try him at some point so for now i think we let's agree that he is in tier 3 right and the next name we have is hmm it's delhi ali sai um it's been a while since we actually talked about delhi ali as a player and you know ever since especially since he has been in and out of the squad over the last two years think he'll make it sai uh i'm not so sure uh, like we wouldn't have believed if someone told that delay ali won't be a regular in england setup during the world cup time right like he was one of the pivotal players for 
both Pochettino and Southgate. He played crucial minutes and he, he has been a good good player for both England and for Tottenham. But ever since Jose Mourinho's arrival, his playing time dropped, his quality dropped, even in the late stages of Pochettino's uh, uh, Tottenham career as well. So, I think he's really in a bad form right now. He's really in bad shape. And uh, for that reason, I don't know if he's going to be even a backup uh, option because England is kind of stacked up in that creative midfielder role, uh, that kind of a second striker role or something like that. And uh, if there is any, like, we know the kind of system Southgate is going to play, right? He's going to be a bit more defensive. So the number of creative players he's going to pick in the squad is going to be less. Than, less. So I think there are already many people there. So I might consider putting him in tier three, but I think he just needs a miracle to be in the squad, or I don't think there is any chance. Yeah. Agreed, Sai, one hundred percent. Is not been the same player that we know Delhi Ali can be, and he. I I've been knowing Southgate. There's a good chance he might take him up to try get the best out of him. That's probably only why I'm considering tier three. Uh, because you no know, Southgate does, no matter how much he says, he does has his preferred set of players. You know how some players can fit into his system well. But uh, personally, I wouldn't take him. He's not been in great form for the last two, three years. Even like you said, under Pochettino towards the end. Then under Jose as well. He started off well under Jose and then just, just fallen down the pack. Just flashes of brilliance. And I don't think he's done enough to earn his side of the squad. Sorry. As yeah, exactly. So, so I, I do think that, like, I don't know if he's even going to be a option as an injury replacement because England is kind of pretty stacked up in that limited spots for creative midfielders. So, I think, do we, do you, are we going to really want to put Delhi Ali in the tier four? Actually, yes. Personally, I would. If I was Southgate, I would place him in North because I don't see how Delhi Ali fits in the system anymore. And I don't see how we'll uh, get the best out of Delhi Ali when he has not been getting consistent out of games. When he has not, when whenever he has got game time, he hasn't shown good form. I really has no, no reason to believe why he has to be his position on the side will be justified. Like you said, they are stacked in creative uh, players right now. Delhi Ali offers a different set of skill, set skills that not a lot of players in the world can give. But when your player is out of form, they are out of form. It's as simple as that. Yeah, exactly. So, let's put him in the tier 4. Right. So, the next up in our list is actually quite straightforward to discuss about. It's Matty Cash. Personally, Sai, Matty Cash is a player I admire. I think our very first episode, we were discussing about how Matty Cash can be bought by Premier League players after you know being the best right-back in the championship last year. Yeah, but we spoke right him back, as a good uh, yeah. option for Spurs in this right-back yeah. role. Yeah, and but um, I think most of us know England are st- quite well stacked in the fullback position, especially the right-back. And uh, don't really see a place for Matty Cash there. So, I'm going to place him in the tier 4. Uh, even repl- I totally he, agree with you, Neeraj. Yeah, like, there's no stack so that they don't even uh, you know, need somebody in the tier 3 as well. So, I think Cash goes to tier 4 for me. Yeah, exactly. There is there is nothing to argue over here. Exactly. So the next player, I think it's pretty straightforward. Uh, it's Ben Chilwell, who we personally think is going to be the backup guy, uh, backup left back, and I think he's going to be in the squad. So let's just agree and put him in the tier two. Definitely. I mean, he would have been starter, but the last few months saw a resurgence of a certain Luke Shaw, and the way he's going, he has to be a starter. They there cannot yeah, be totally. Totally, I agree. With it's you. like a direct yeah, competition so between Chilwell and Shaw. Yeah, and Chilwell is having an underwhelming season, but I don't think there is any uh, left back which Southgate is going to consider who is going to come ahead of uh, Chilwell. So I think this is totally a fair thing to say. He's in tier two. Right. Let's move on to the next player side. So, next, uh, we're going to talk about uh, an interesting guy who's Connor Cody. Uh, I think we are going to have some kind of uh, arguments over here, I guess. Where do you think he is Neeraj? Like, uh, he has started a couple of games for Southgate. Do you think he makes it to the Euro squad? I think so, Sai, because uh, England do need specialist uh, centre-backs, right? So, they 
they have used auxiliary fullbacks as the center when they plays a back three like somebody like Luke Shaw as an LCB or you know more more commonly Kyle Walker as a right center back. They do need a proper center back, and um, I personally prefer Connor Cody. Uh, if especially if he's playing in the back three system, because that's the system where he's used to be used to playing. And um, I think for me, he's tired too. I think he has to make the squad uh, for the Euro squad. A starter, maybe not, but he's a good squad player, good enough squad player. Uh, I mean, I agree with all your points. Uh, if you are saying something from a Southgate's point of view, but I do, I like we want to talk about the formation soon, right? So. I don't know if we are definitely going to be playing three at the back or even if we are going to play three at the back, are we going to pick a similar kind of profile in the back? But I agree with your point. Like, I think he has good enough thing, uh, quality to be in tier two. So let's just put him in tier two for now and maybe review it in the end when we come back. I think that was uh, quite um, straightforward. So next name, I think, is also going to be straightforward with the terrific season he has been having. Um, it's Calvert Lewin from Everton. So, Sai, any doubts about that? No, he just goes straight into tier two. He just comes in and replaces Harry Kane whenever needed right away. So, there is, I don't think there is anything like he's been the second best English striker in the league right now. So, I think Calvert Lewin is there. Perfect. I think there is no doubts upon that. But the next name is going to create some discussion, Sai. Um, so let's move on to Tottenham's uh, Eric Dyer. Sai, Dyer. Uh, like I'm not being a biased Arsenal fan here. I just want to be rational in this pickup. Uh, but if I'm being really, really honest, I don't want Eric Dyer anywhere near England squad. Right? If they want to make it deep into the tournament, because he's done both as a player and mentally as well. Like he's not. The kind of guy you want to start in a uh, a Euro semi-final, let's say, and like though uh, there will be arguments saying he can't play multiple positions, he can't play centre back, he can't play in the midfield if needed, but he doesn't do both of them well. So I don't think he should be anywhere near the squad. But considering Southgate's pragmatic mentality, I think he's going to have him in that injury tier. But if I'm being honest, I'm going to put him in tier four. Going to place him in tier four. What do you think, Neeraj? Do you think? Oh, sorry. I, I agree with all your arguments, but the very fact that he can play multiple positions is why I'm going to. And knowing Southgate going to place him in tier two, because he's an uh, emergency centre back, emergency midfielder. He can play an emergency cam, even though he's not good at it. But you, every squad does need a player. That going forward side, we will obviously talk about. Uh, Talk more about Saka when you're talking about more of four. But on the defensive side, you need somebody who can, you know, play multiple positions in case of emergencies or, you know, stuff like that. And that's the only reason why. And to be fair to Dyer, the first half of the season of the season, he has been having a very good season, more than what I expected. He has been out of form a bit of last month or so, but he has had a decent season so far. And just because of his utility, uh, you know, as in multiple positions, why I would probably place him in Dyer too. Uh, but don't you think we already have too many defenders in the squad right now to pick an another player like Eric Dyer? Because I think if you're considering a, uh, like a utility defender, let's say, there are other options who I think can play multiple roles in Ayadav. And um, I don't know yeah. if he has the legs to play in the defensive midfielder role anymore. So, like, I get your mind, I, mindset. Like, I think Southgate is eventually going to pick him in the squad. But... Uh, I don't know if he deserves to be in a squad right now. But let's just put him in tier 2, as you said, for now. And maybe review it yeah. later. Yeah, we'll, and see which we'll review it later. Is. Exactly. And my thing is that, Sai, he will be taken as a midfielder. He won't be taken as a centre-back. That's the thing. I don't think he's going to be taken as a defender. He's going to be taken Do as a Do you really believe he has the legs to play? No, uh, I always liked him more in a centre-back position than as a midfielder, to be honest. If I have to be really honest. He, for me, he has impressed me a lot more playing in that centre-back role than as a DM. But again, like I said, he's an auxiliary player who can play multiple positions and that's why, like you said, we'll place him in tier two. Yeah, sure. Like, personally, I feel that his best attributes are his heading abilities 
and uh, that's really efficient when he plays as a center back and i don't know if he has the legs to play in the defensive midfielder role so if we are really going to pick uh, like if southgate really wants to pick him as a utility player he has to ask himself if let's say the chance comes where he has to trust eric dyer in defensive midfielder role does he going to trust him or does he going to trust let's say uh, a ka- like even a ward pros let's say so that's where it comes down to but i do agree though uh, this these kind of i think southgate likes these kind of players a lot so this makes sense putting him in the tier 2 right now but let's review it later anyways so next up again i don't think is a much of a uh, brain tease uh, it's phil foden from manchester city sai i don't think we'll have much doubts uh, in that yeah he's i think he's kind of in that 1.5 tier he may be a starter but he's definitely going to be in the squad and it's definitely going to come off the bench in any crucial game so it's just let's just put him in tier 2 Yep. So that's that was quite straightforward. Um, again, the next game, next name again, straightforward again. Jack Grealish from Aston Villa side. Yeah, I, it, it's similar, right? It's similar to Foden, right? He's either going to be a starter or he's going to come off the bench. So, right. Uh, I think that's quite straightforward. I'll say. Who's who comes up next? Uh, so next up, we are going to talk about a player you really like. Uh, it's mason greenwood like a really really top top young prospect but what do you think of his chances for the euro squad so that's actually this is actually very going to be very interesting uh, personally i would take him but uh, if i'm being honest i'm not sure how you know how or whether he'll be taken or not if if it's a 23 man squad because when you look at right wing you basically england has st- stacked up right wing and they have two good center forwards so they're pretty much stacked in the forward place so it all depends on how southgate wants to go away from here and especially since greenwood has had only one call up till now and uh, since then he hasn't come to the england camp yet unless there's a remarkable turn around uh, as much as it hurts me to say it but i think he'll be the tier 3 where you know if something happens to one of the wingers he'll come straight straight into the team although personally if i was a manager i would be taking mason to the euros you need somebody ruthless like him uh, as even as a finish as a young who can provide something different like a left footed right winger which england doesn't really have that much if i have to be honest apart from ford and and he plays more in that creative midfield role and um, so yeah i'll put him in tier 3 side uh okay i think we have a big big disagreement here uh like do we really think that he is going to be a a quality right winger in the future or is he going to be a quality striker in the future so that's the question which we need to ask right if the thing is he's going to be a good striker he currently doesn't have the physical abilities in this particular age right he's a ruthless finisher i'll give you that he's kind of a different profile to what you want from a striker uh, his finishing ability is really really good but does he really have the physical capabilities to you know fight with the defenders there and if i'm being honest i don't think he does that so uh there is some time he is really going to be one of the top stars for england in the future but as of now i wouldn't even i won't have him in the striker category for england consideration and uh, coming back to the right wing and left footed right wing uh, categories uh, i think when we are talking about right wing right now uh, there is a guy called jaden sancho which you obviously want in the yeah. squad starting as a right winger he is obviously going to be ahead of him and there are players who can play in the right wing when needed like a foden or a sterling and uh, we are really talking about a left footed right wing i think right now i'm not being i don't know if you're calling me biased or this i think bukaya saka is actually a better right winger i'm not saying a pure finisher or someone like that right. a right better right winger he offers more from a right wing than mason greenwood uh, it's not underestimating mason greenwood's ability or his uh, talents i think he's an excellent player uh, he deserves to be in the future but right now in this development i don't know if he has a particular position which he provides a strong hold on right now so i don't think he he will be called up in any case of injuries because he's going to be in the fifth or sixth uh, list in both strikers and wingers right so Right. i think there will be a lot of players ahead of him in the injury list and 
uh, it's hard for me to say this but i'm going to put him in the tier four list and but he's definitely going to be one or two years down the line when he improves his physical capabilities and when he finally finds his true position and he finally fixes it i think he's definitely going to be in the england consideration i agree sir 100% that right now i'm not going to place mason greenwood as a striker like you said he's a physical and even at united itself apart from a couple of games he has not really played as a center forward uh right uh he does identify right now as a right winger but like you said they are england is quite well stacked in the squad as well as in the main lineup in the right wing first i've just put it as a personal thing that in case of injury he injury since all the good wingers are in the squad already he is probably the only uh, person who gives you a different option that's why putting in tier 3 but uh, whatever he said made sense and plus, again he has not really played for england once i think he has played only one game so far so it doesn't really warrant you know there's no guarantee that southgate will got him in case of some emergency call ups right so i agree with you sir yeah like i mean if there was any attacking manager which is managing england right now he is obviously going to take more attacking options and i think maybe in case of injury he can squeeze him into there but southgate is kind of a guy who picks more defensive minded players than attacking minded players so uh, he will definitely try to rotate the players in there to like in case of injury so that's the main reason why i do don't think he might be called up as injury backup but i do get your point though he's the kind of he's a little bit more dynamic and a little bit more ruthless from the right wing so he's a good option to have so i agree with you like we can put him in tier 3 no harm right so the next name we have as oh this is actually going to be a bit more confusing than i would have expected sai so it's harvey barnes from leicester thoughts sai uh i think i'm going to place him similarly to in the similar tier as mason greenwood like he is just good enough to be a injury replacement and majorly he will definitely miss out on the uh, squad like it's not again it's not underestimating harvey barnes capabilities it's just that there is plenty of attacking talent in the england squad right now and uh that's where i think he might also come in. do you do you think uh, the same or do you pick i you think the same sai i think there some of some of the players here are quite unfortunate that uh, you know england is well stacked up in certain positions and i agree with this i have no different arguments yes again just like mason harvey barnes does bring something different but again same coming out is same thing they're quite well stacked at the moment over there yeah so uh, next up uh, another another straight forward option and i i would actually ask neeraj to say that to you it's dean anderson neeraj oh, this is um, i personally would place him in tier one over nick pope if i have to be very honest all right i personally think dean anderson will do better especially when he has two of his uh, defensive compatriots going to play in the starting 11 and you know potentially three of uh, potentially three if you're going to count if um, uh, marcus rashford is going to start so right so all this connection does help and i personally think dean anderson does brings a bit more than nick pope but my only issue is with not anderson starting or pope starting it's if southgate will continue persisting with uh, pickford that's the big yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that we'll come back to that when we discuss this we will come back to pick for uh, but i agree with you we can we can definitely put him in the tier one or two categories for sure so next up uh, we have danny ings so I, for me it's slightly interesting name here uh, what do you think i mean danny ings uh, stock was really really high in the starting part of the season but uh, as of right now i don't know if the stock is high so uh, like i th- i don't think he's going to be an injury call up as well because as we spoke earlier there are people who are there in the list actually so i think he comes in the tier 4 right now do you think he is good enough to be an injury call up guy um Oh, it is actually quite interesting uh, i ag- agree with you sir because right now in that position they are stacked again the hurricane like we talked about your calvert lewin then you have other good players like you know you have tammy abraham you have patrick bamford and we have another name coming up as well which we will be talking about and personally one of my choices and uh, as much as i like dannings i don't really see how he is going to fit in uh, 
the squad or you know southgate plans especially this season he's not been having great he has been injured on and off so it's it's been an up and down season for him so it's kind of hard to tell where he goes but for me like you said tie four yeah totally so next up it's uh, jordan henderson i think it's a straightforward tier one he's going to be a starter for sure so no arguments there side no arguments let's just put him more uh, okay here there is an interesting player uh, his name is jesse lingard who three months back wouldn't have been considered for the euro squad even for the friendlies uh, england squad even for the friendlies but right now he has revived his career let's say and his stock is too high and do you really think he's going to break into the squad neeraj but i am kind of there in the fence right now i think he is mm-hmm. going to be an injury replacement if any uh, but i don't think he's going to be in the 23 i think if he keeps up the form that he is going to right now if he is consistent till the end of the season i think he's going to be in tier 2 because like he is one of those players like ali who you know you have all this stacked up players in other position but he is somebody who brings you completely different and sungate has been able to manage you know manage to get the best out of lingard whenever he has played so i going to provided he stays consistent i think lingard is going to make the type of again is only on the basis of what different things he can provide it doesn't provide the same things like you know a creative midfielder or you know it doesn't he's not a authentic you know your orthodox forward as well he brings something different to the table it's his pressing whether his pressing is work rate or his energy or you know his shots itself for me personally he brings something different and for me if he keeps up his good form for he goes to the euros for me as a squad player uh yeah but the the point which is kind of hindering me from putting into tier 2 is uh i think his position like the number 10s which we are talking about before like a phil ford and or a grealish they southgate has utilized them in a the winger role and they have done quite well uh there uh, but jesse lingard i don't know if he fits in that role like if if a chance comes where jesse lingard has to start in the wings i don't think southgate is going to do that option so that's what stopping me from picking him in the under 23 squad do you know what i mean i do actually i do make it a sense uh, but that's why i said provided he remains consistent if he finishes the season strong i see no reason why southgate can be because he has been um, a big part in uh, how west ham has been playing well since he moved in uh, how he is able to fit in well how he is able to play well now and now he's like a new lease of life and for me my only point of view is what difference does it bring of course you have he is a position again it's actually quite interesting so like if he drops off even a bit from here for me he is out tire 3 but if he is consistent i see no reason why he can't make this uh, england squad personally for me yeah because he's uh, been competing like, directly it, but... with uh, other really good players from his uh, position as well so it's actually a very interesting choice jesse lingard see my for like, me it's 2.5 uh, to exactly right he is going to be competing with the likes of Phil Foden or uh, even Madison Grealish, yeah, Madison Grealish. I think right now he's ahead of Madison right now. Who is actually our next player? Uh, he's ahead of Madison right now. But I, it's just about there, right? It's just about the injury replacement. Like let worst case scenario, like Touchwood, if something happens to a Grealish and or Phil Foden, I think the one guy who is gonna replace them there is going to be uh, Jesse Lingard and not Madison as we thought before so in that way i think he's in the tier 3 list he's just not done enough to crack ahead of Phil Foden or Jack Grealish so that's why i'm going to put him in the uh, tier 3 right so madison is interesting case because he has been playing well but he has been injured way too much season sai for according to me to break it into the squad again as a player i love him i love madison a lot i've loved him since the time he first broke into the premier league 6 years ago i i i i remember telling my friends that this player is going to be big and i absolutely love madison but he has been being injury prone uh, he has quite got injured quite a bit this season and um, again like you said if lingard keeps up this form uh, 
I don't see how Madison can break in. But unless you know Madison is taken as the other choice of as a number eight, like how he has been playing for Leicester recently over the last couple of months. But uh, knowing Southgate, you have you don't know what you're going to get. So uh, it's actually very interesting, Madison. I'm not quite sure where to place him right now. Um, I think uh, I mean uh, like as we spoke about Lingard, I think Lingard is ahead in the pecking order of Madison right now. Only because of Madison's injuries and the superior form of uh, Jesse Lingard, so uh, I think he is in the tier three straight. To, to be honest, considering he himself is not injured. Right, I think I'll have to agree with you, sir, because I'm quite caught up here. So it depends on how both these players end the season, basically, how strong they finish, how injury-free they're able to uh, remain. Uh, right, especially now yeah. Madison did get an injury and he's now recovering back slowly. I don't know how quickly he can be rushed back into you know the season and then right after that either Euros and everything. Exactly. So next up we have uh, Ward Prowse. If one of my actually for me personally is a cult hero, you know, and sort of an under radar player, and I think for me he goes in a tie too. Because England do not have that profile of midfielder that he provides, like we talked earlier about Bellingham, for us we personally felt he was a bit too young, and that's why for me Watros makes title because he's the one of the only ones in that England squad who fits the profile of a number eight as a box to box midfielder. Your thoughts, Sai? What do you think? Uh, I think, yeah, like I agree with that point, uh, but I don't know, like. Again, it comes down to the stack, right? Like there are lots of people in the midfield, defensive midfielder role, uh, who are ahead of him right now, which we're gonna talk. About. And that's why I don't think he's gonna be in the twenty. Like, I mean, I agree with you. Let's put him in the tier two as of now. He's good enough to be a squad player. That I agree. But if he's really gonna be the twenty-three man squad, I'm not so sure. So let's just put him in somewhere around two point five and review it in the end of this episode. Like, We'll see if there is really spot for him in the 23-man squad. Let's just put him there. But I think there are better players who are going to be the pecking order. So let's see in the end of the episode. Next name is. Um, do we even have to talk about him? I think he goes straight into the side. It's Harry Kane from Tottenham. I don't yeah, think you need any one. straight away. Yeah, best striker in the world, Lewandowski. I don't think you need much discussions there. I, and next up, another guy who's going to be straight into the uh, starting lineup is Harry yeah. Maguire. So he's going to be in tier one as well. Uh, okay, this is an interesting option which we can talk. Like uh, Tyron Minks. Uh, like I, I see him as that uh, player who is fighting with Connor Cody for that third centre like, back. Yeah, yeah. Guy in the squad. Uh, I think either one of them is going to go in the to the England squad. Uh, which one is going to have a better season? We don't know, and that one is going to go into the England squad. So, I like let's put him in the tier two or three role, and it depends on uh, Taron Mings or Connor Cody who finishes the season in a good note. Uh, right now, who do you think is ahead in the pecking order, Neeraj? Oh, personally, for me, based on this season, I will say Taron Mings. Personally, and um, thing is, why I chose Connor Cody before because of him, the sort of profile he provides, right? And with the formation that Southgate does, he can just tweak it by playing Luke Shaw there as a third centre back. So you don't really need to put in an extra centre back that with the same profile that Shaw can bring with Tyron Minks. Tyron Minks is a favourite of Southgate. He I probably I think he will probably be selected. But the only reason why he chose Connor Cody is because the sort of profile that Minks bring, Shaw brings as well as an auxiliary left centre back. Um, that's the only reason why. Otherwise, for me, they're both equally same, but just purely on this season, it's mixed for me. Yeah, but uh, like Cody plays in a three-man. Uh, yes, center, exactly. Right? Yeah. And uh, Aston Villa mostly play a four-three-three kind of system. So I think that alone uh, pushes an edge for Cody uh, over Minks for me. But I think they both can fill a back three if needed. Like. Uh, Southgate centre-backs are not the kind of centre-backs who are going to bomb forward and kind of create the chances or something like that. They're just going to stand there and distribute the ball and do their simple job. So, I think you can't go wrong with either Cody or Tyrone Minks. But uh, right now, I think just because of the positional edge Cody has right now, I think it's going to be Cody. But 
I wouldn't be surprised if it's Ming also. So let's just they both are in same tier for me. Great. So next name, um, interesting. It's Callum Hudson Odoi. Um, Sai, thoughts? What do you think? I think he, people really underestimate his chances of making it to the Euro squad. Like I'm not saying he's going to be there in the 23 men right now, but he's going to be one of the top uh, guys in the injury list because now he started playing in the wing back role for uh, uh, Tuchel as well. And he's actually a really good right winger who can come bomb in and put forward. And he's the kind of dynamic right winger who, you know, like plays like a true winger, not an inside forward, let's say. So he offers that. But I don't I don't think about Southgate, but if I'm picking a squad, he's definitely going to be there in the top uh, injury list for me. Like if something happens or a, a, like if you need some kind of a right wing back replacement uh, urgently, I think... Uh, with the position he's playing in right now, I think you can pick Hudson Odai. So, right now, I think he's going to be in the tier three, but let's see in the close to Euros where the stock is. 100% uh, I agree, Sai. Like, um, I don't really have anything else to add. I agree with you. It's, he belongs to the tier three. He'll be one of the priority replacement choices once he comes. I actually won't be surprised if he's directly put in tier two as well because, like I said, people underestimate how useful he can be. As a player, and he's still young, extremely talented uh, player, somebody I really like, right? So as of now, I'm putting in tier three, right? Um, because it makes sense, but uh, we'll see, we'll see how it's going to be. And the next name, the only doubt whether we have is should we put him in tier one or tier two? It's Mason Mount. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I think that all depends on formation, squad. doesn't it? If he's playing a back three, yeah, exactly. I think he starts. If he plays a back four, he starts. It's as simple as that. Yeah, as simple as that. Uh, Mount is definitely a fair. Like, I don't know. Mount might even find a spot in a 3 4 3 somewhere. Uh, so, Mount is definitely going to be there. Like, uh, Southgate loves him and he's a really, really top player. So, I think he's definitely going to be in the squad. Yeah. And uh, next name is someone again who's become popular this season uh, Calvin Phillips. Hi. I think he belongs to uh, tier two for me personally. I mean, like we spoke about Ward Cross, right? Like being yeah. one of the injury guys. Right. I think uh, Calvin Phillips will be the player who replaces Henderson or Rice if, in case anything happens to them and they don't make it to the Euro squad. So in that case, I think he might come into tier three. But uh, if you're gonna take a squad player there, I think Calvin Phillips is a good enough player to be there. So. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind both players anyways. Yeah, for personally, my only opinion is that, uh, like like we were discussing Ward Pros, right? So, like like I said, um, he's, for me, he's the, probably the only midfielder in England who does give you that profile of what a B2B midfielder, the traditional sense of a B2B. And like you said, Calvin Phillips will come as a direct replacement for either Henderson or for, uh, you know, Declan Rice. Right, so that's why I think he'll be in the squad. He has had a good season. Uh, it's actually, yeah, like you said, I personally think he'll be is opposite. Like I think he's going to be in tier two, but I won't be surprised if he's you know belonging to that replacement for injuries or sort of the category as well. Sure, let's let's decide in the end and see where yeah. he plays. And next and, uh, the next up, it's mm-hmm. another Southgate favorite. It's Jordan Pickford. Who do you think Southgate is going to stay? Oh man, I, personally, I think he should be in tier two. But knowing Southgate, I think he will keep faith. I have no clue. I hope not. Personally, I hope not. But uh, yeah, let's let's sense. discuss that in the starting lineup. It's going to be an interesting conversation. Yeah, but uh, for now, and, I'm, yeah. uh, the next player, I think, is going to be. Uh, Gonna go in the Euros plane, which is Reese James, who's preferred uh, right wing back right now. Uh, I I agree, sir. He is definitely going to the Euros. I think it's a straight up competition between him and uh, Alexander Arnold, and actually even a couple of other players as well. When you talk about Trippier and all that, but uh, I think it's going to be direct. Uh, competition between uh, Alexander Arnold and Reese James. I think both have equal chances of playing, to be honest. 
so it's actually hard to place him but i think with uh, how ta has been playing for england and you know for liverpool as well i think he is going to get the nod over james but he's definitely going to the euros for sure yeah like for now i don't think southgate rates ta much like we saw him drop him in the uh, friendly squad as well right but i hope it's not permanent because i i personally believe that uh, ta is the best england right back right now and in the future long term as well uh, reece james is right up there and right now in the particular moment obviously reece james is going to be the starter but i do believe that if we are going to put a squad in a crucial game i think ta should be there so uh but uh, we're talking about these games so i think that he's definitely going in the plane he's definitely either the first choice or second choice right wing back so yeah yeah so the next name my personal hero marcus rashford i think this might be a cause of discussion because personally i think i think it's going to be tight it all depends on the opponent they play and how what's the injury status and all that but I, knowing southgate how he plays i think he's going to be in time i think he's going to start games right I, it's uh, because yeah. i think striker and one wing position is fixed with you know sterling and w- which we will talk about is the other wing that's you know that's open up for grabs and uh, personally i think in spite of like leaving performance as if you look at start wise rashford has been having a good season and southgate is one of southgate's personal favorites to start from the right so um i i am personally think uh, he is going to you know tie one i think he is going to start most games yeah sure like i agree he is going to start couple of games in the euro so definitely he is going to be in tie one and next name again trade tie one i don't think there will be going to be any disagreement from you sai it's declan rice the one of my favorites yeah, sure sure he is starting for sure no and we have our choice goalkeeper or let's say our goalkeeper in our list uh, nick pope again for me personally is between him and uh, dean anderson pope has been playing well for england i think he has kept clean sheets in the last 6 or 7 games so i think there's a good chance he is going to start i mean he should be starting uh, unless it's pickford uh, you know or either henderson comes in uh, you know being preferred but yeah i think pope definitely goes to euros whether he start or not it's going uh, to see wait and see what happens sure uh, there's no discussion i totally agree next up side one of my young favorite young talented players in the world uh, it's bukayo saka and definitely tier 2 for me definitely going to going to euros sure. yeah he, he offers a lot of value in different different positions and that's one thing which we spoke that's how get really likes like if you if you want to play luke shaw in the left center back role and if you need someone to play in the left wing back role i think uh bukaya saka fills there or if you need someone to put in the wings in just in case or as a substitute i think bukaya saka fits in there so uh he's having a great season he's giving this outputs as well in terms of numbers and goals and assists so i think he definitely is going to the euros and no disagreements there i think that that looks quite straightforward and next up again a personal favorite of mine jaden sancho only question is tier 1 or tier 2 he deserves to be tier 1 i think it's between him and rashford really for the position so it's is going to be rotation between them yeah uh, i agree with you he is in the squad for sure he is and next up we have the resurgent man like i've called call him recently luke shaw he recently made got his first call up after a long time and for me he's tier one uh, if he keeps up the form that he's playing right now he goes straight into the side no questions asked exactly uh, i think Charles as you people call him right now he definitely deserves to be starting like he has totally changed his fortunes in the england squad and he either starts as a left center back or a left wing back and there's no debate there definitely agree same and uh, again next name i don't think there's much discussion there it's raheem sterling from city straight up tier one going to start any disagreement side no 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 and the next player is john stones which uh straightforward he goes into the starting lineup 
and um, again like we have just discussed about Reese James so Trent Alexander Arnold will be in Taiwan I think he will be starting most of the games right especially like, the assistant uh, this is considering our 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 thing right he's going to be our starter but exactly. uh, southgate not so sure but he's, he is he definitely deserves to go in the euros team and right now he may not be there but i think he's definitely going to go there and next is a very interesting point of discussion at least amongst us united fans about why aaron van bissaka is not being giving a look ahead for this thing i'm not uh, again i personally feel alexander arnold is going to be the number one but uh, van bissaka offers something different that none of your fullbacks provide so i think to just for a different dimension he should have been called up but i can also see why southgate doesn't take him because england relies a lot of creative from the wing backs because their their midfielders are not exactly the greatest creators in the world and they are diff- more of a defensive midfielder so that wing backs can go and you know help with the at- attack in terms of cre- chances creation and you know crosses put in it's not exactly van bissaka's strongest suit so i can sort of see why southgate you know has been you know uh, putting us uh, putting him away and there's lots of talks about Van Bissaka, you know, thinking about you representing Congo if he gets one more snub from England, and I think it's going to happen. And uh, as much as I don't want to say it, I want him to be tier one or two, but I think it's going to be tier three. Sorry. Uh, like I think even tier three is a bit of a stretch, right? So we spoke about a couple of options in that right wing back role, namely Hudson Odoi, Alexander Arnold, and Reese James, and. Uh, maybe even the likes of Trippier or uh, Kyle Walker who can fill in the role, and I think there are five people potentially who can start in the right wing back role. And the main reason why I believe, uh, like you discussed it, right? It, it's his attacking output. Like Aaron Van Bissaka is like exceptional defender, and in a four-man system where you can afford to have one defender really high in the pitch, like you did do with Luke Shaw, and one. having one little bit defensive in the case of Aaron Van Bissaka it fits really well in the united system and he seems to be a good quality starting right back for united squad but when it comes to england setup right now uh, they rely both like for starters they don't play a back for much so there goes a chance there and even in the case of right wing back you're not expected to do much of a defensive duties and they expect you to create more chances and i think he lacks that a lot so i think i don't think he's going to be even in the tier 3 list if i'm being really honest he's going to be snub uh, he i don't think he can make it in case of injuries just because there are like five people ahead of him right now uh, so that's sense. the reason why i'm going to put in tier 4 yeah and i can sort of see him moving to represent congo as well i don't think yeah, totally agree. and doesn't really fit with southgate's plans so let's see let's see and the next name is quite interesting for me as least personally uh, is oli watkins from aston villa what are your thoughts sir what do you think about watkins and what are his chances to going to europe yeah he's broke through pretty well in this premier league debut season um he's definitely up there with one of the best strikers uh, in the premier league right now and i think he's just good enough to be an injury replacement like he is definitely going to come in case of like we talk about the pecking order of england strikers other than calvert-lewin and harry kane and i think uh, i still can't decide between him and patrick bamford who's going to replace him but it's just going to be this two of them whoever like gets the most goals this season i think they're going to be in the tier 3 and the top of the tier 3 who can immediately break through when something happens i agree sir and uh, i won't actually be surprised if he even goes to europe euro as well as a tier 2 player because uh what's common with all the number 9s that england have is for all the quality they're not exactly pacey and oli watkins is the only number 9 that england have who actually has enough pace you know strength pace and power to contribute that that he got his first call up and he scored in his debut as well so um like you said i agree he is going to be in tier 3 but just saying that i won't be surprised if the southgate wants another option to play in case you know something goes wrong and oli watkins makes sense for me why he would take him over bamford even though even if bamford is having the better season yeah sure totally agree with you next name again kyle walker 
personally tie one what do you think sai yeah uh, he's going to be the right center back for the most part i think he even started did that for the england in the world cup as well so i think he's just going to continue mm, right uh, no dis- uh, no disagreements there uh, next up we have not the greatest you know not the likeliest thing to happen but uh, do you think jamie wardy can be called out of retirement uh like we were literally talking about the pacey england striker uh which they lack right and wardy fits 100% in the bill but i uh, mean the age is kind of a factor right now like he's a little bit too old to be called up and sit as an injury replacement so i don't think he is going to break through right now but he is like an exceptional player but i just don't see him breaking through in the system right now right i think, think makes sense you think he has a chance as an injury replacement like you were talking no. about a pacey striker right do you right. think right. um no uh, especially because of the fact combined with the fact that he has already retired uh chances of him coming out of retirement is very low if i have to be honest i'm putting in time tie four i don't think he'll be called up unless you know something drastic happens or changes sure uh and... next up another good center back option which is michael keane uh like mm-hmm. i personally think he is going to be in the tier 4 list maybe as an injury replacement i'm not so sure but uh yeah uh, but like the two guys we spoke about earlier cody and uh Tyron Mings are ahead of him right now so firstly i don't think he makes it even as an injury replacement what do you think neeraj of is actually kind of tight again for me tire 3 or 4 so actually hard to tell because keen did had his you know good games good games this season so okay, that cannot i completely be ignored but um I think there's a good chance of him being called up if I have to be really honest knowing Southgate but I'm going to place him in tier 3 or uh, where you know if in case of any injury I personally think he will be one of the first choices to be called up Yeah uh next it's Callum Wilson and I think we can straight forward agree that he's not going to make it even as a replacement he's just going to be in the tier 4 list Yeah, agreed. So I don't think Callum Wilson has done enough. Uh, to be fair, he's in that Newcastle side which doesn't really score a lot of goals. But even then, with the amount of talent they have, it's hard to see Wilson coming in. Yeah. And next up, we have Atletico Madrid's uh, Trippier. Southgate is one of Southgate's favorites. You know, usually usually plays him in um, the left back position. uh what what do you think side trip chances i know mostly we know that southgate is probably probably going to take him but on basis of exactly, form right? but i don't think so i don't really i don't see why he deserves a chance based on form alone yeah he even got into the scandal and he is driving uh banned for a couple of games and that all comes down uh, to consideration and if you're being really honest uh tripier is just going to play a similar role to let's say a Kyle Walker and I'd rather prefer Kyle Walker over Trippier right now but uh, I don't know I think he's just going to squeeze in and drop an attacker and squeeze Trippier in uh, that's how weird Southgate is but personally I would put him in the tier 3 list like he comes in in case Kyle Walker couldn't make it in this squad agree sir he I don't really see why Trippier should get back into the side I have to be honest and next up we have a really good young center back uh, ben white i'm going to place him in tier 4 side i don't know how much you agree with me or disagree with me but i'm going to you know i don't really think or i can't really see him going to the euros yeah i agree with you here totally again he is one of those players you know like let's say we were talking about mason greenwood for example really like him is a good center back just that England do have options multiple options to play there just can't see how he's going to fit in yeah and i think the same goes for the next player as well takowski maybe a year ago he would have is been dropped is dropped down a bit and you know england has got a couple of options right now and again i see him as a tie for side 
uh, yeah same neeraj like uh, he may have a chance i don't know i am i mean uh, cody and mings are ahead of him right now so i don't think he has a chance to be in the injury list uh next up it's harry wings i think it's straight tier 4 like there are a lot of people in the midfield who are better than him and he's not having a great season as well yeah. uh this player i think it's a really interesting option uh but i know a straight forward answer to this but i think this needs to be a conversation it's pikayo tomori i personally i would take him as a third center back for euros like i would, would actually take him ahead of cody and uh, uh mings because he's he offers so much more than all these defenders like he's really pacey young guy who's who has the physical dominance as well and he he is good enough to be the a squad uh, replacement in just in case uh if he needs to be in the back three because we know that maguire is not a particularly pacey guy uh so to complement him to have tomori beside him is going to be a really valuable option but uh unfortunately since he's playing in england and this sorry since he's playing in italy and all sorts of things going there is the age everything uh he's going to be in the tier 4 uh, but i personally would definitely take him to the 123 squad do you think it's a hot take or do you think it's it's a valid it's point it's an interesting take for sure like like you said i do really like the tomori uh ahead of you were talking about like the lack of pace in center back and that's precisely why southgate does play with um, you know with the henderson and as a declan rice to protect the back uh, back two or when they play a back three with kyle walker who can comp- more than compensate with his pace but um it's a interesting take sai uh, i probably wouldn't place him in fourth i would probably place him in tier three if i have to be honest one of you know one of takowski um, maybe not takowski i'm sorry uh, you know your tyron mings your ben whites your um, your other michael keane we were talking about earlier i would place him along with that uh, making it to the euros i don't really see that happening if i have to be honest like you said there are a lot of factors in play i just think that england are quite you know well stacked up there and they have multiple options yeah. in shaw and walker as well so they do have declan rice as a center back himself as well if he wants to so they have options there so again totally so totally taking a center back i don't really see that happening yeah sure and same applies for the next player we have louis dunk as well i think england the exactly the same reasons that we were just talking about for tomori as well they have players similar to his profile was physically dominant he really good you know very similar he's basically uh, very similar to conor cody or you know harry maguire right except that these why another reason why i preferred uh, cody over uh, mings was because of his ball playing abilities as well he has an incredible ability to change flanks and switch wings at the you know just within a second so that's one ability which i really admire of cody's and which is probably why i took him ahead of all the center backs we have mentioned earlier so i think after a, what i feel is a good discussion we have you know sort of finalized our version of what we should be uh, you know england should be taking as a 23 man squad right so if you split them up into the positions they take so starting with goalkeepers i think it is never in doubt uh, it was dean henderson pickford and pope right and coming to your wing backs your left wing backs you have luke shaw and chilwell while wing back right backs you have alexander arnold and james and the one defender which we chose was you know the so called utility defender where you know if if southgate is playing with the back three is going to be a center back or he could possibly play wing back as well is kyle walker and center backs we are going with harry maguire conor cody and john stones and your defensive midfielders we have declan rice and jordan henderson which is never in doubt and the sort of number 8s that we have you know thought about and we discussed we think personally that mason mount and watros will go in should go in uh, based on the uh, unity having different sort of midfielders or types profile of midfielders that you know side should have and we have one creative midfielder in foden which can actually also be filled by mason mount as well right or by jack relish 
and our wingers are stacked like we have told right wingers sterling and sancho left you have rashford and grealish and you know our two number 9s harry kane and uh, dominic calvert lewin and our wild card let's say the joker of our squad the wild card the utility attacker bukayo saka is this is a 23 man squad that we've sort of agreed that england should go with sai what do you say yeah i think there have been little bit narrow misses who we think we won't be surprising them uh, i do think that uh, jude bellingham deserves to be in the squad for what was but we have considered what southgate will do right so i think that's one where we had a lot of discussions over and also calvin phillips as well who we think will be immediately called upon if henderson current injury persists throughout the euros timeline so that's kind of a tricky position where we thought uh, we had quite a bit of discussions but other than that this seems to be a very stacked squad which i expect great results from i agree say anything short of the knockout stage of the final four or final two i'll be very disappointed i think most everybody will be very disappointed because they'll be expecting a lot from a squad like it's a, it's a manager's dream actually to have a squad like that and if you're not able to get the best out of it then what uh, england this is actually basically england's newer version of the golden generation of 2006 and they need to maximize this as much as they can uh, right so we have come to the end of this episode uh, we actually we actually had a lot of fun uh, you know talking about you know discussing about what options southgate has and what can be done with what formations they can play with or what sort of players can fit in different formations that southgate generally places whether it's a safety back three that he usually goes to and that he used in the last world cup or you know the back four which he has been slowly trying and implementing over the last year or so and we feel we have gone with a squad that can fit in any of the formations he can go with with different sort of profiles and um, that's it guys from us uh, hope you enjoy this episode do let us know what any players you think should have uh, gotten like we said there are there have been narrow miss outs and do let us know in our social media outlets or in our comment sections um thanks a lot guys and uh, uh, goodbye and stay safe